Welcome into the program, everybody. This is the second half of Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Lots of stuff to do. If you want to call into the show, the number here is 1-800-289-9228. So what is the... Golly, I've got a great story, but... What do y'all think the big news story of the day is? There's a lot of interesting things out there, but... Who's asking our opinion? Just barely. What? Yeah. So weird. That's what you got? That's it? <sighs> yeah, I okay, think yeah, Steve I Marshall's bomb <laughs> that, is kind would, of a big deal. I would say that was big and has made some national news. Um, so what is the whole story? Well, it's kind of weird, because the loser set it off on Saturday outside of his office. Like, why you do that on Saturday? I mean, I'm thankful because oh, yeah. nobody was yeah. injured. I but mean, the bomb detonated yeah. outside of Attorney General Steve Marshall's office on Saturday. He released a statement about it yesterday, but there's really not many details. They're investigating it. So I think a fun game would be who done it. Ooh, kind of like the J6 situation. Let's take guesses on who planted the bomb. Mm-hmm. Abs, you have any? Somebody, mm, not yet. I got to think about this because when I heard the story, I thought, okay, so you don't really mean it because you did it when nobody was there. So you're kind of a chicken, but you're also stupid. But you want to send a message. But you want to send a message. So it's like all in one. So... So could it be, it could be related to several things. So I'm not, I, I don't know, Scott, who do you think? Well, I, I find this interesting. You know, I went to The Guardian, which is, what, a UK paper? Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, explosive device detonated outside Alabama Attorney General's office. Now listen to how this story is, is done and crafted. It's written by Richard Luscombe. And... It says officials in Alabama said on Monday they had launched an investigation into the detonation of an explosive device outside the office of the state's attorney general at the weekend. At the weekend? And they're from over there. But they also call in hospital. They don't say in the hospital. They're weird. It's fine. And here's the interesting part. So it goes on down and it says Marshall, a Republican, has recently become embroiled in controversy following last week's decision by Alabama Supreme Court that embryos created by in vitro fertilization are, quote, extra-uterine children. A decision that has effectively halted IVF treatments in the state as providers fearful of prosecution have shuttered operations. So, is that sentence meant to make someone think, oh, I bet this was a pro-lifer? Okay, that's where you have to go with that. That's where you that's have what to I go. Think that sentence is supposed to make me think that this was a pro-life person mad at Marshall for saying, "Hey, we're not we're not prosecuting hmm. right. IVF clinics." Now, I don't think the press did their due diligence mm-hmm. when he put out his statement because if I was the attorney general, I'm not out prosecuting clinics either. But if you find out that they are getting rid of these embryos, disposing of or allowing them to die, then there might be a totally different thing. You, you get what I'm saying? They didn't ask all the questions, which I'm fine. I'm, you know, I, I don't do the job for the journalist. But still, to, to put this out there to say, to make it seem like, well, this might be a, a pro-life person who disagreed with his statement that I'm not going to, not going out 
shutting down IVF clinics, I just find it kind of odd. I find it typical of the media. And because there isn't any information, then probably it is the opposite because it feels much more like a pro-choice thing that Uh the pink hat ladies would do. It seems like that to me. I just... Okay, Steve Marshall is super smart, and he's actually one that I really like and, and respect. trust and I respect. Agree. However, okay, you're coming with a however. However, I don't know if his statement was complete because, in the case, if you read, and I went back to read the opinion of the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. what happened in Mobile is atrocious, mm-hmm. and it implies so much negligence on the behalf the part of this Mm -hmm. mobile fertility clinic Mm -hmm. where literally a patient got up wandered into a room Mm -hmm. rooms unlocked number one Mm -hmm. wandered over to a freezer opened the freezer pulled out some test tubes that are frozen at negative 200 degrees or whatever freezer's not locked Right. Picks up these test tubes and drops the test tubes because their fingers are burning off. They had burns or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you leave the room unattended, unlocked. You mm-hmm. leave the freezer unattended, unlocked. Right. I mean, you have to prosecute in that kind of instance where these families, you know, if Alabama's going to say life begins at conception, mm-hmm. life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. It, those are lives, and those parents rightly sued for that. So I wonder... Steve Marshall, like... Well, that's what I was saying. Where was the next question? Right, okay. Because according to this, this is Attorney General Marshall has, according to the statement, quote, Attorney General Marshall has no intention of using the recent Alabama Supreme Court decision as a basis for prosecuting IVF families or providers. However... Right, that's what... Right. Somebody should have asked the next question, yeah. but they're not really worried about the next question. They don't really care. They just need, that was vague enough that they can say whatever they want to say. And true, why would true Steve journalist. Marshall answer the next question? But what would he, what would you want him to say further on than that? That if you're negligent, in, is that a civil suit? Is it a criminal suit? Um, that would make the person who's the patient a criminal for destroying the embryos, which is reasonable as well. Well, if and it's then, a and, life, it's and a then, life. And then you have a negligence. That's right. That makes the person who did the test tube act the criminal, and then it puts liability on the clinic for not safeguarding the thing. You know what I'm saying? What if a patient mm-hmm. wanders into another patient's room, mm-hmm. that patient is unconscious, mm-hmm. and rips out all the That's lines right. that are hooked up to them? Then it's exactly what I just said. They are responsible for their act against the patient. Right. And the care provider is responsible for the negligence of allowing that to have happened. I guess I wanted That's Steve Marshall to go further and state. And say more. And say more. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, mm-hmm. in these instances, it is clearly negligence and malpractice right. and, you know, right. whatever. And so he can't. I mean, he can't say anything yet because what if he, I mean, is that why he was silent? You know, I don't know. I, my, my guess is people said, Look, you got to make a statement. You got to make a statement. That's why the statement came out of the attorney general's office. It says attorney general Marshall says blah, blah, blah. Right. Instead of I say blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And because the uproar was, oh, my gosh, they're going to shut down all the IVF things. It's going to be like a raid. They're going to come in and just get us all. It's the Gestapo. And you're like, I'm sure his office was like, no, 
Mm. Y'all are all whining, saying we're going to shut down these clinics. And that's not the case. I think that's what it was. I'm not trying to defend their position. Could they have said more? But that first week, especially after UAB goes out and says their numb nut statement, the response is, we're not, we're not trying to come get anybody. Right. And that's all that they... We're trying to I mean, say. I get the sentiment. I, think so. I, I get the sentiment. But now, look, if somebody allows these things to happen, and then the attorney general's office does nothing, then you then you got a real issue. But, and it's kind of like in that case, I'm not a y'all know I'm not a safety Nazi. I'm not a everything has to have a warning. <sighs> that story, I do think they have some responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I'm just not one of those people that says, "Okay, every, you bet, you better, you know." And you create this unimaginable world of not being able to function because every door is locked, every freezer is locked, every window is unbreakable, every everything has a fire extinguisher on it, everything has a so and so, and you're like, "My gosh, you but, can't even operate." Because how many times has that ever happened? But you got to be Once. reasonable about, and then and well, I think it's saying. a reasonable reasonable effort to protect okay, a patient. A Have you ever been in a doctor's office? You, you go to the doctor, okay? Okay. You go to the doctor in a couple of days to to, yeah. uh, to be examined. Yes. And they say, okay, Miss um, Sinclair, need you to go to exam room G2, whatever. And you go in there. Are you in there by yourself? Yes. For how long? About 20 minutes. Is the door locked? Depends on if you lock it from the inside. Mm -hmm. Can you go and wander around? Yes. If you want to. Okay. Should you? No, but, but I mean, there you, are usually you, people in the hallways kind of watching. If you did, they're not watching to see what, if you go, if you walk out of there, they think you're going to pee. <laughs> it's true. So what I'm saying is, you gotta, you gotta look at it like, okay, if I was up to no good, I could have done that. Do I want every exam room, everybody locked in? Do no, I but want you're talking about, I'm talking about what? You're talking about embryos in like a deep freeze. In another room. In another room. Like right. if that, that's that a they, special that place, you don't. left and went into. Yeah, but you don't leave like your experimental lab unlocked for everybody. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like in Wuhan, China, you lock the I lab. Don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not trying to argue. You, I'm just saying. I think that's really? a reasonable thing to put a lock on the deep freezer with the <sighs> embryo live. I don't think that's unreasonable. You're, you're not that saying you need a station guard 24 hours a day. But well, see, what I about think all those blood samples they took from all the people who have hepatitis, whatever, and Zika and all that, and you wander into the little lab at the doctor's office and crack those and expose everybody? Yeah, but Should they lock that lab too? doctor's offices, though, the lab is a working lab. And there's and people so in there. Yeah. There are people well, the in people, there. And then it, the pharmacy that my husband has at their mm -hmm. that's locked that's you have to be able to one. get in mm -hmm. but they probably the working, didn't lock those until we all started stealing the oxycontin well they they did because there mm -hmm. there are certain things that they always keep locked and there are right. certain things that they always scan mm -hmm. but when it comes to a lab mm -hmm. in this kind of situation it is a working lab mm -hmm. and so they're in and out all the time and so it is not likely it is harder to do the job if you're trying to unlock it all the time mm -hmm. to get out the because test you tube. Because you got your card and you, because you drop you have, a test tube because you're trying to get Because in. you would be more likely to right. drop a test tube. 
But those are working things that at the end of the day, they lock the doors. And at the end of the day, perhaps they would lock a freezer. Uh-huh. But throughout the day, you've got LabCorp in and out getting stuff from people right. and handing off from the lab techs. And so right. it makes sense that that would be locked. Mm-hmm. But in reality, in looking at labs, from, the, from a functionality it is not functionally basis. possible right. to do that. Now, would it be better if somebody was in the room with them? Yes. And in most right. cases, somebody's always in that lab. Always. Usually. Usually, Usually pretty grumpy, a barrier. Usually grumpy One humans barrier. are in that lab. Uh-huh. But now you got to pass a law. But you also have to ask the question, what is wrong with somebody? How much of an idiot do you have to be? Have you ever wandered out of your OBGYN And started messing with stuff. In your stupid gown. Right. What right-minded person right. would leave their room except to go to the bathroom? Usually it's in the room right. or nearby. Mm-hmm. And you would go into a lab. Like, well, that start, thing is not a right-minded person. Because that, I mean, well, that's the other part that of this. somebody should be off the IVF list because they are knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, we like, don't, We don't need kind of, them having any children. Think about that. Like, that's insane. Right. Just that alone, we've got to work from that premise. This person is loco. Right. They've right. got to be held accountable. And maybe they were on drugs. I mean, um, uh, sedated. Fertility or drugs, sedated. Well, they you had don't been, know. Maybe they were harvesting eggs or, yeah. or whatever. So I'm just saying, Allison, I, I'm, uh, we always, something happens, and our first answer is... Write a law. I've got a new sheet of stuff everybody, everybody must do for the one time that something happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, for the I guess love. I'm just an idiot after it, that assumed that... Frozen freezers of negative 200 degrees would have a lock. Well, but here's Maybe. the other thing, though. You're dealing with people who may not consider that a life, and so it doesn't matter to them. True. That's true. True. And sometimes you just ought to not go in places you shouldn't go. You probably shouldn't. Because you don't know what you're doing. I don't think it's an either or, Scott. I think it's a both and. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> We'll do the show whenever you finish your snack there. Uh, (laughs) And she's not even the one starting the talking. She's like, I'm waiting until I swallow. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. The ladies of Liberty are here. Sky is here as well. Big Dave Petroff, Jeeves, everybody making sure this program goes out to over half the state of Alabama. And we appreciate you listening. And welcome to those of you who listen online. Absolutely. Let's get out. Before we get uh, into the I can the turn it back around issues. to Scott if you want to. Okay, okay. It's way less no, 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 please don't. I like this view much better. <laughs> Things are going real well. <laughs> I like it better, too. All right. You know what Scott with, just did? Um, when I... <laughs> When I had to call you back, yes. he did what made him turn the iPad around to me. He started going because you know the, when, you, when we connect back up, the mute is off. Right. And so I would always do this to Scott just to help him out. Like, Pointing hey, don't like forget, you got to an mute hour. it. And you know what Scott just did? What? You got to mute it. You got to mute it. Yeah. It's so much easier when you're not looking at it. Yeah. Like, can you hear it? Stop it! Yeah. Stop it! Stop yeah. it! See. I did get mucho satisfaction out of doing that. I double punched. Muted, <laughs> unmuted, and muted again. Triple punched. There you go. Yeah. Let's go out to your phone calls and let y'all weigh in. Eric the dog. Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, y'all. Uh, the cops just got here, so I got to go. But, All right, hey, see you, buddy. Uh, I, know who bombed, I know who bombed the, uh, the thing. Uh, how about, that, uh, how about that, that, that case that he just overturned? I didn't overturn, but made a plea deal with the guy to get out of jail for manslaughter. 
The uh, the police officer? Oh, AC yeah. um Smith. Smith, thank you. Wasn't the guy innocent? Oh. No, he's convicted of manslaughter. It was a plea bargain deal. Oh, it was one of those where you have to convict him or we're going to burn the city down? Was that was that one of those things? Well, it might have been employed. Eh, I'm just saying, look, I'm just saying that's the way I read it. I'm not saying I know the facts. I'm just saying it had that it had that feel. Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm still a little concerned, actually, but uh, oh. so far so well, good. Did Eric so say I, he had to go because the cops were there? Yeah, yes, okay. he did. Okay, that's the way things happen on this show. Okay, oh, wow. Go. Hey, right look, we're fine the with the cops. It's when the it's when the feds show up that we're more worried. Yikes. He did sound. Wonder what? Okay, that's another who done it. Hopefully, What's he'll happening? call back tomorrow. He can let us know. Tell us. No doubt. No doubt about it. They, By they the give way, you one phone call. <laughs> he can call He's the show. Call Sky. Yeah, yeah. If he gets one call, if he gets, look, all right. If he gets one call and calls the show with that one call, we've got to do something special for Eric the dog. I'll accept the call. Super fan for life. <laughs> um, the attorney general's office said, "Hey, don't be jumping, telling the journalists, don't be jumping to conclusions about." who this might be or, or whatever, which I thought was a very uh, sober thing to do because the press definitely would like to do the whole, well, well, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't have tremendous respect for some members of the press. but uh, That's what we just did. That's why we have 18 We just said, let's we, play a guessing we game. We are infotainment. They we pretend like they are bringing oh. the, uh, you know, yeah. only bringing you the facts, ma'am. This is a good time for Abs to read our disclaimer. So, please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> we may or may not be just, right. This show is infotainment. <laughs> it is for the adults and not the young. So, if there's a cuss, mama and daddy, you have been warned, but we'll try to use things like, what the hell, County, in Schlitz beer. <laughs> you have been warned. Thanks, the staff. Yep. It's very similar to the one. Did we play the one from Andrew Tate? No, that was so funny, though. Oh, it was Well, fantastic. you played it for us. We didn't play it on the air? I don't think we played it on it the air. It may have profanities in it, but it was basically... You can't play please that. Please don't... Oh, it was uh, bad. I don't remember. You know, please don't. You're probably right. The government's always right. Take your shots. You know, it yeah. was a whole... Oh, yeah, that it was a whole yeah, I like thing. that. It was, it I like was that. very, very, very good. Let's go out to Craig. He wanted to weigh in on the embryo question. Craig, welcome to the program. No problem. Just Ab said... How stupid do you have to be? And I thought they voted Biden in the office. I mean, we we live among stupid people who do stupid things like this person did. That's what's sad. Yeah, the zombie and, apocalypse is upon us, and we don't even know. I mean, there are people who are just almost zombie I level. Mean, they don't have no boundaries. They have no boundaries. They have no limits. They have no understanding. I'm out in this public all the time, and I watch it. I mean, yesterday, I was side-by-side side in a high-speed chase. The guy beside me had the police behind him, and then all of a sudden, he decided to run. He hit the car in front of me, and uh, the chase what? was on. Really? I mean, Hi. yeah. It's just, I go in places where, you know, a guy, they'll have stuff on the shelf, and I'll say, do y'all have more than these? They said, we only stock one or two. I said, because they'll steal it. He goes, yep, we limit how much is stolen. Wow. So, yes, when you say how many, how stupid do you have to be, look at our country. Look at some of the labels. I mean, Greg, uh, George, uh, not George, uh, Joe, uh, the guy was real funny. He said when he looked at shaving cream and it said, don't use in the fireplace. He said, sometimes <laughs> it passed some of that. 
Hey, you know, you know what? I'm going to go shave in the fireplace. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> we're we're uh, there. We yeah. are there. You are. We are there. I'm going to hit and say it. But did, have y'all talked about Dr. Phil on The View yesterday? Not yet. We have not. We were waiting for you. Ooh, I don't know this story. Buddy, that was some good stuff. But what I got from it is, and again, if you're out there and you vote Democrat, you hate children and you love that children are molested and put in things. So don't separate yourself from the left because the left is on your ticket and you vote for them. So if you're a Democrat listening... You are hey, the view hey, because Craig. they they started they started defending trying to counter Doctor Phil and saying, "Well, man, that's a problem. We need to do something." It was more, "Are you sure?" Well, what about this department? And what about that? They attacked Doctor Phil. Look, hold on yeah. just a second for our listeners. Mm-hmm. The, Craig that is on the phone is Craig of Craig's Law that we talk about on the show. And you were talking about something that happened on The View yesterday where Dr. Phil said that the the problem at the border, one of the problems at the border is that children are being trafficked for yes. sex, sex slavery, re, regular old labor slavery, that children are being abused, right? Yes, yes. Now, that said, should have I been... That should have been the yep. national story. Mm. The example of Craig's Law, kind of coming, part of Craig's Law is, if you search Dr. Phil on The View, huh. there are five stories that pop up immediately on Google, and they're all about Dr. Phil talking about schools and COVID closures. They totally have pretended that the thing about child trafficking was not a big deal. We got to go. We'll be back. Do you have to? Well, no, I just well, Graham, need to admit something. You said, Allison said, I have something to say. Okay. 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 It's Hold right. on, everybody, pull over. <laughs> Calm down. No, it's going to be so embarrassing because I am today years old mm-hmm. when I realized that Craig's Law is not a real thing. <laughs> that oh, no, you made thing. it up. It, yes, but, but like if I thing. Google Craig's Law, this whole time I thought Craig's Law was just like Murphy's Law. It is. And that it was in the books. Craig's Law is that when, uh, if they don't tell you something that is an obvious question to be asked, that means that it goes against their narrative. But if I go to the state house today and talk about Craig's Law, nobody no else is going to well, know no, what I'm talking you, about. But if you say it like it's a thing... All the people who want to be smart are going to act like, oh, yeah, I thought it was Craig's Law from the start. Or it's a great, I knew it was Craig's Law. That's what they say. A great promo. I mean, because Ann Coulter was living out Craig's Law two weeks ago, right? What did she do? She was on Bill Maher. And she said, obviously, we know what color of skin this He's black. She did. She was pointing Um, out Craig's Law. It was Craig's Law. But if you say Craig's Law confidently in Montgomery, they don't like to not know, so they are going to play along. Mm-hmm. Also, Do it. Try it. Just try it. Also, it is a great show promo because you'll say, well, if you listen to the show, you would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's listening, so And then so if you find somebody know. who really does know what Craig's Law is, they're a listener. They're a listener. Kind of like and that person besties. we know that listens that we didn't know that listens. Yeah. Remember? Yes. He was yes. Talking about yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people go, 
it's going to slip out of their mouth and they're going to go, oh, they're going to know. Just let them know. I, I feel listen. like everybody got the joke before I did, though. And so I'm just now getting it. I'm thankful but to be part of the we're club. We're serious. It's a real thing, though. No, it I know it's Craig's a real law. thing, but like, like Scott Beeson made it up, Ooh. not. No, well, I mean, so, Scott, uh, you know, Bisonowski made up uh, Schadenfreuder or whatever. Somebody had to make that up at one time. That's your word. What I is love it? that word. Mm-hmm. Somebody made that up. Schadenfreud. And look, in 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years, you'll be able to go onto the internet and it will say, like, uh, Craig's Law. And it will, no, the I little graph it. will start in 19. 19- 2018 or 16 or whenever, and then the usage will go up. I believe it. In this world. Actually, in 100 years, you're just going to think it, and it's going to go across the ticker tape of your mind. Yeah, because they have that little chip implanted in your brain. And then if you ever have a thing like, I was made in God's image. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly how it's going to happen. Rights come from God. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Do people not realize that is the goal? All the people who are Scott. like, man, I want this chip put in me, and I want, I'm want i going to be smart. I'm going to be able to surf the net. I'm like, dude, you can't drive now. I don't want you surfing the net while your well, eyes are closed. Well, think about the 5,000 people that had the chip put in in Sweden or the Netherlands mm-hmm. to keep their health records mm-hmm. at hand, ha <laughs> ha, as <Yeah>. they say. <laughs> And you think, why did you, do, why did you do that? I've got it right here, sir. Right. Why did they do that? I don't know. I don't know why But I feel that. like part of our show and our responsibility mm-hmm. is to... I thought of another show tag. Wake up. What the heck? I like that. Wake up. Wake up. Hey. What are y'all doing? Fabio, how are you? Is Fabio here? Fabio's here. Wake up. I feel like that's a show, a tag, because I feel like that's what we're doing is helping people see. Wake up. Just ask a question. Wake wake up, up, America. As my old third grade substitute teacher says, questions. Questions. I have so many questions. Does anybody have any questions? Yes, ma'am. How do you spell that? <laughs> Which is also when you I have the chip ask, implanted okay, and you look, get the I was a third grader. Wrong, you're going to get zapped. Right. Do not ask that. That Let's means you to... can spell in third grade. That's good. Well, you know, maybe. I mean, because we could read when we were six. We now did. they're like, you we could read at nine? Really? Pahonics. <laughs> Let's go to Randy. Randy, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Good uh, morning. Another day in paradise, Randy. Hope you're well. Yeah, but that's you, know, you say another day in paradise. It's full of mass confusion and turmoil. But I'm still glad mm-hmm. I'm here. Yes, sir. Hey, my I got an off the, off the comment uh, beaten fast. Uh, this may sound uh, way out there, but it just struck my mind. Okay, so they're talking about these embryos and all this uh, hoopla. Well, then why? Who's it going to be next? The animal activists? Because we're eating eggs, they're embryos. We're eating quail eggs, they embryos. So what are they going to do? That's the next thing that's going to happen. The animal activists are going to start saying we can't eat eggs no more. You can't can't do away with uh, turtle eggs. You can't do away with the uh, spotted owl eggs. You can't do away with um, a number of eggs. Um, Yeah, I mean, they're already ahead of us on that one. But uh, just remember that this is about fertilized eggs that are that are embryos. Because I, ha- I had some questions. Some people asked me some questions over the weekend, Randy, about, and they didn't know the, the differentiation at the time between just an, an egg that's not been fertilized and these are fertilized eggs. These are legitimate human embryos. But uh, no, the, the animal rights people are already way ahead of us. Just go dig up a sea turtle 
bed and scramble up an egg and see how that goes. Yeah, and on the other hand, uh, you talk about fertilizing them chicken eggs. <laughs> One time, it's been about five years ago, but I bought some eggs uh, uh, from up the road. A lady that had chickens, and I cracked that egg in that hot skillet, that butter, and one of them little chickens popped up. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Stop. Was he alive or just just almost foreign? I mean, how how far along was he? No, he was a, he was a chicken, but he wasn't alive. But uh, I swear, full peanut butter that happened. Ooh, oh. ugh, that'd be rough. That would be rough. All right, Dang. that time, time, I'm going. Hey, thanks, Randy. We appreciate you, buddy. Be careful out there and uh, call back soon. Let's go to Robert. Robert, welcome to the program. Hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, is it true that a fertilized egg was ruled that it's a human? Yes. yes. Okay, so if I fertilize the egg, that means I got to pay child support. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, this will be answered by many attorneys uh, in the future. Uh, yeah, if that, uh, if that egg continues growing, uh, yeah, you're probably going to, I mean, you're on the hook. Yeah. How many eggs you got out there, Robert? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, you've been fertilizing, Robert. All my eggs have been cooked and, and uh, hidden for Easter, so okay. I ain't got a real bit of problem. Right. So what I'm saying is that's going to move up a whole new can of worms. It well, does. that's the thing, and that's the thing that's happened with all this. There's a whole bunch of questions that should have been asked years ago, but we didn't because we let the scientists yeah. who, you know, the the ethics in the scientific community are questionable, and so now we've got all these questions about, hey, look, exactly what are we talking about here? Yeah, good point. Yeah, hey. So the woman, I can fertilize her egg, and she refused to refused to use it for fifteen years. I got to pay fifteen years of child support. Well, so, somebody has to pay to keep the uh, the things chilled. Yes, the the embryos chilled. So we make these decisions. It needs to be a long thought. They need decisions before we just say yes or no. Absolutely. Totally and, and now you're back to some of our questions and, you know, kind of hoping it goes this way. Let's not have any extras left over so that you have these questions. Yeah, you better, yeah, you better secure your eggs. You need to hide your own eggs. <laughs> hide your eggs. Get a basket. Hide those things. Thanks, Robert. All right, guys. Hide your eggs. I like it. I like it. Do we have time for crawdad or do we need to take crawdad on the other side, Scott? 40 40 seconds. That won't be time. Crawdad wants to talk about, are you sure you spelled that right? Because it looks right. (laughs) Schadenfreude. But you got to say it like you're speaking to 10,000 Nazis. Schadenfreude. Yeah, like you're angry. With some authority. Germans always sound mad, don't they? (laughs) They're a wacky group. Because they are. Where's the Brutten Harsh that the shot yeah. from? Oh, oh, we bypassed 30 seconds. We gotta take Scott. a break. We gotta go. Let's do it now. Okay, we'll be bye. back. Wow, that is just too much. It works so well, doesn't you it? You love that, don't mm-hmm. you? I even get Sky Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Sky Dances. Like, you can see him right here yeah. to your right. And not only do you need that, but you need. Another person? No matter which direction I'm looking in, there is someone to point and tell me to start. I don't point at you. It's a team effort. Because well, you them. have to mash the I can the see them both out of peripheral vision. And you've got, she's at the bottom of the control pole here. And then you have the next step up. 
I, I mean, mean it's this true. is just, it's just too much. Because I mean, actually, if abs doesn't match the button, nobody can hear us. Correct. If I don't point, Scott just looks right and is like, okay, we go mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. It takes I'm three disposable. producers to, uh, to work with Scott. <laughs> I just I what we're trying to say. like to be you, Scott. <laughs> I need lots of help. We're just Scott, here to okay. serve you, yeah. Scott. Mm. Glad you were here. Do you want more coffee? I'm okay right now. Thank you. Thank you. Sandwich. Thank you. Thanks we're so out of coffee. We're not out of coffee. Really? Yeah, we drank it all. What do you mean? No, I'm just saying we drank it all. We have a policy here that the coffee never runs out. It ran out. <laughs> no, we don't. It's all good. Let's go to Crawdad, who wants to talk a little schadenfreude. Crawdad, welcome to the program. Hey. What's up? How's everybody? Good, good morning. How are you? We're, we're doing a lot better out here. Good. And our best wishes to visit Sky. Thank you. Thank you, Crawdad. Yes, <laughs> sir. I the word Schadenfreude. The first time I ran across that, I'm like, yeah, okay, I need to learn about this because too many people, when we're watching things in the news and we see something bad happening to the person that we're angry at, we don't like what they did or said, and we go, oh yeah, see, he had that coming. Mm-hmm. That little feeling that they get in their gut about ha ha ha, that is schadenfreude. Yep. It's, the, mm-hmm. it's the feeling that you get when you see something befall someone else. That's right. Yep. Taking pleasure in another person's misfortune. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, uh, uh, I think Jesus might have warned us on that one too, didn't he? Oh, Did he? Well, yes, of course. He would never, <laughs> him, he would never ever wish any schadenfreude on anybody. Right. Wait, Scott, if you walk down the hall, mm-hmm. And you fall and trip. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing. That probably is that wrong? No, because that's just funny. That's kind of comical. Oh, okay. Well, he's right. not really if, hurt or anything. So Let me give you a great of... example of, of Schadenfreude. Okay. Yes. Uh, Alabama Auburn rivalry. No, okay. Look okay. Many there. of our people, our friends, our family are, are on the opposite side of the fence. Mm-hmm. But yet, many of us, when uh, mm-hmm. the other team loses, we're like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't pull for you the You think that's schadenfreude? I see, I oh, think that's the bad one. Absolutely. I see, I feel bad when the guy, the traffic stopped and there's the person who runs down the emergency lane, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they accidentally slide off in the ditch and they're stuck. No, that's karma. Like, You're confusing schadenfreude with karma. No, it's my rejoicing in their misfortune because I was like, hey, look, that putz is stuck <laughs> and I'm very happy about it. I thought that is what schadenfreude for it was. It is an example. You are correct. Thank you. It, it, just varying of ha-ha, oh, you slipped on the banana peel because, you know, when we even had the what they call the the uh, the before talkie pictures, you know, uh-huh. you had the Pratt, the Pratt Falls, that was shited in Freud also. Ha ha ha! Look what he he slipped on the banana peel. It ha, was a ha, pillar ha. of comedy, actually. Um, yes. Yeah. But it's still that the ha ha the shiden Freud thing. But can I give you a couple other words from the old days in Europe? One in, in the Yiddish. Absolutely. Yes. We have one minute. I will be very quick because you all are a bunch of Mitch. Oh, it's bunch a great of Mitch. Great term. Oh. You're, that's, you're, that's Yiddish, I believe. Bad guy. A bad guy that you don't like. You want to say, ah, what am I sugar More Yiddish. <laughs> I love that word. What's a Minch? It's a good person of honor. Good, good guy. Good oh. guy. Nice lady. Oh. 
Very good, Crawdad. Thanks, buddy. Very good. You sounded great, buddy. Mm-hmm. Pull it for you, Crawdad. Look, you sound so yeah, good. I think y'all are much Aww. more mashugana. I was mashugana. 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 Than minches. Scott. I'll get in trouble if I just say that. Scott, you hey, are Hey, you two are minches. <laughs> Don't be such a minch. <laughs>